No laughing during the intro. Why? That was way too loud. This is Drew (laughs) here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. And best friend, Derek. Sorry for all the headphone users out there. Yeah. Well, it won't be loud by the time you hear it, but just so you know, it was too loud for us. It was loud. (laughs) You are listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time traveling twist. Episode 148. Wow. (laughs) now that you can see the hand gestures to spell wow but that's what i just did (laughs) oh you signed it sort of or you just Just didn't like the blood drops thing like west i'm just spelling it out (laughs) well ashley um if you want to sign for the entirety of the rest of the program that would be appreciated but you're gonna also have to speak your words so when the heck are we this week we're in 2003, and it's the end of January already. We survived Sundance and are back at the safest place we could find, college. It's where everyone's invincible. But what's not invincible, however, is your computer. Ooh. There's this scary new virus on the loose, oh, maybe man. inspired by the movie Tremors. Uh-oh. Mm. A friend of the podcast, Just Tremors. like the real thing, the blaster worm is crawling its way into a computer near you. It takes advantage of a hole that's in the software that enables it to infect the system and try to infect other systems. Jim Margulies makes it his business to rid computers of worms, viruses, and other 21st century computer voodoo. <laughs> the blast voodoo is the newest cyber threat. It causes your computer to constantly reboot or it forces a message telling you your computer is going to shut down. Oh, no. Have y'all ever had a blaster worm? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you. Man, it sounds <laughs> it sounds like it's my, not the worst virus ever. It's, did. did they? Oh yeah. They had a blaster worm for sure. <laughs> Is that some kind of weird innuendo where your parents your grandparents it's into not some crazy stuff? Uh no, I didn't don't know my grandparents at all, so <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But did they have computers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I don't know. Hey, you so made I your bed. I have to line it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I imagine a lot of elderly people did anyway. <laughs> You're just thinking of worms, like when they're when they're in the ground or something. No, it's about they click because old, older people tend to click on um, ads yeah. all the time, so they oh, get right. like, more you viruses than most. Okay, I see where your your headspace at. True. Yeah. yeah, you were absolutely in more of a territory, which probably is the right headspace for this. For yeah. this episode, <laughs> yeah, Ashley, what's what's sure. playing All right. in in theaters this week? Now that we're back from Sundance, well, we're going to the normal movie theater. Just the regular theaters to see regular old movies. Um, there are actually three movies to choose from this week. There's a spy thriller with Colin Farrell called The Recruit. Hmm? Okay, um, okay. And then Biker Boys with a Z, probably really Ooh, good, dude. Hell yeah! But there's what another one. We need to rank all movies that end in a Z, but I don't know that many off the top of my head. So, yeah. Is yeah, there, what's, this one. Boys World War Z, is that what you said? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know if that one counts. Um, but the third movie that's playing that I think we should definitely go see 
has this really cool skull in the in the clouds with lightning coming out of its eyeballs and some cool looking teens in front and says <laughs> you can't cheat death twice. Final destination two. Oh, snap. Is this the follow up to the, the long awaited follow up to Final Destination One? Yes. Long awaited. <laughs> <laughs> all right so who's buying the tickets this week it's the cheesiest poster i've pretty much ever seen so i mean i'm i'm impressed you even identified the skull in the clouds it's actually <laughs> a little bit um disguised just a little it's sneaky yeah. it's sneaky i'll buy okay. this week guys don't worry about it all right thank you ash i'll buy the popcorn let's go okay sounds good deal Drew, i'll buy nothing cool. let's go yeah <laughs> warning this movie is as real as it gets. Hold on tight. Sorry for all the headphone users here. I'll be updating it. He will scare the pants off you. Bring an extra pair. Of what? The pants. Final destination. I hope you're ready for this. We are now playing. Get all, all clear, right. clear rivers. <laughs> what does that mean? That's her name. Is clear rivers? Oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, the character names are something special. Wow, <laughs> this movie is um, kind of part of a iconic modern franchise of of horror thrillers where uh, everyone probably knows the premise by now. Um, one of the characters in the movie, every all five of them, um, the, but we're talking about number two mostly today, sees um, a premonition of all of their friends getting killed in creative and ridiculous and bloody ways. And then when they warn them and uh, cheat death, they so we get to see everyone die but then we do like a little flashback to right before it's about to happen and then the rest of the movie is them trying to run from their fate which was to to die uh in this one actually do you want to describe each movie starts with like a big set piece um where everyone everyone gets killed so do you want to describe what the set piece is for uh the second one Sure. So really quick, the teenager, I guess they're supposed to be all teenagers. I don't really know. Maybe college students. They're going to spring are... break. Okay. That's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. They're going to spring break. Um, they get in the car. She leaves and her dad notices that she's leaking oil. And so he calls her like, be careful, blah, blah, blah. Get your oil checked. She's like, cool, whatever. I won't do that. Um, <laughs> while they're on the road. While they're on the road. Um, so she's driving and then all of a sudden she has this flash where just where, which I've thought about for years, this car with all these logs in the back of it is in front of them and kind of swerves around. There's this chain dangling down with like, um, with a little like embers coming off of it. And all of a sudden all the logs get released and just chaos. <laughs> Cars are just like catching on fire. People are getting like beheaded by the logs. Everyone's just dying everywhere. There's blood. You think people are going to survive. And all of a sudden you're like, nope, this motorcycle is just going to catch on fire and then go through the wind. It's crazy. Yeah. And then she's like, obviously like crying, hyperventilating comes to, and none of it's happened. She hasn't even gone on the interstate yet. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. But then everything starts happening As she, yeah. in her premonition. So what was the song that came on her radio? 
I forget. Yeah, highway to hell. Yeah. Oh, right. She, was like, Hi- she says highway to hell. And then all of a sudden on the radio, it starts playing highway to hell. And then she's like, oh, shit. But I like the fact she stopped everyone from getting on the interstate. And was like, I'm not trying to have anyone get hurt. And not she, like, everybody. <laughs> well, not everyone. But like she tries to like, you know, save some people. Yeah. yeah everybody you... in the premonition that gets fucking murked is yeah. uh, pissed off that they're held in traffic because of this uh, police officer pulls her over, right? No. No, she's already moved her car, basically. She's um, blocking the, so the entrance yeah. to the highway. Oh, yep. gotcha. So a police comes up so to don't her go on the to, highway to investigate. Hell. This is blocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a public service. Yeah. I mean, she's literally trying to save everyone's lives, but it's everyone <laughs> yeah. thinks she's crazy. Everyone thinks she's being paranoid. Um, it's It's interesting in all these movies. Sometimes it flashes like, 15 seconds before it happens like so they don't have much time to act and as soon as the movie is just littered all of the movies are just littered with (laughs) these not subtle at all signs of what's about to happen literal signs like (laughs) uh, road signs (laughs) um birds flying everything like is so it's like a game of mousetrap where just like it's fun though because you see all these like things that that could kill them at any any point and there's just a million misdirects and then yeah uh, when you most expect it but in a slightly unexpected way <laughs> the person mm-hmm. ends up dying typically uh in this one you mentioned actually yeah like how ingrained <laughs> that the uh log yeah, nice. sequence was in in your brain i think this movie does a great mm-hmm. job uh, the whole franchise does a great job of coming up with kind of everyday situations and m- making them feel really sinister and kind of traumatizing people. Yeah. And every time I honestly, every time I'm on the interstate and I see a truck with logs, I think of this movie. So oh, dude, same. not going anywhere. <laughs> it's same. it's way this, better. This opening sequence totally sticks out for sure. Oh, that was yeah. another good uh, one. I mean, sorry, uh, logged out. I got it. We got sticks. <laughs> yeah. Stick with the first one. I I think this one we're going to talk we're going to talk through all five opening sequences um a little later, but compared to like Can't the wait. first one, for example, mm-hmm. the an airplane crash is something everyone's already thought about, so it's not really putting like a fresh paranoia or fear into your brain before this movie. I doubt you had ever thought about logs flying off the back of the truck right no or hide you no i had not no no so i, I think that's when the, Thanks, the movie well i know but that's i think that's when it's at its best when it comes up with mm-hmm. a fresh like a fresh fear and a creative way to kill people <laughs> whether it's a tanning bed or just like any sort of everyday activity that could be sinister is a water bottle on the floor of your vehicle that could then go underneath your brake and you can't stop yeah which is one that that also people are told about oh my god Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah or at least we were growing up um i remember i remember that one but but yeah so the the log scene is uh, (laughs) i incredible incredible it's sketching our our brains Mm -hmm. forever um one thing i'm curious about is just 
like how you would react in this situation. Ashley, you were saying it was nice that that she tries to stop everyone from from getting on. But how would you convince your friends that you're so sure that something insane is going to happen just because you just had like a little vision of it? Well, interestingly enough, I've had some of this happen before. Not everyone (laughs) died or anyone died. But I was at... But when I was at Bush Gardens with my friend of the podcast, Katie, um, we were about to get on a ride and I on a roller coaster. And I was like, I don't want to go on this one. Like, I feel like something's off. I don't want to go. And then we didn't go and we got out of the line and went all the way to like went somewhere else or we were like watching or something. And the roller coaster shut down like something was wrong with the mechanics, but no one died. Okay. Well, that's good. People have been thrown off and decapitated on roller coasters before. And their legs have been cut off and crazy shit has happened. So nothing like nothing like that happened, but we did escape being stuck on the roller coaster. And then, wow, I don't want to derail this at all, but Drew, and you've watched all the final destination films in preparation for this. Was is there a roller coaster involved? Okay, there sure is. Yeah, number three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, number three is the roller coaster um, death one. (sighs) And so Katie was just. Um, like immediately accepted your 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 fear and and just went along with it. You didn't have to like yeah. Because I was like something arm. no no. I was like something just feels off. I don't want to get on the ride. She's like okay, and so we didn't. Wow. But I mean, if it was a whole car of people going to spring break, I don't know if that'd be as easy. Well, the problem with these movies is once or like the problem with the situation is they escape death once and then they quickly find out that it's pretty much inevitable or once your fate, once death has determined that your number is up, you, it's mm-hmm. going to just keep coming after you and, and they can take all these precautions. Yeah. I can't remember if it was this movie where they, I think it's the first one actually, where they try to like death proof a cabin. Oh, the cabin. Yeah. That was the first so, one. So they're just like, you know, take putting everything that that's sharp like covering up like sharp edges and i mean it, but the way that death this like um death in the air is it with the water it can just well it can just kill you in any any kind of yeah. way it's, oh it's, right it's, yeah i just for like water just flowing on the ground in a way that it shouldn't be flowing to like yeah. hit an, an electrical outlet which there's one of those in this film too yeah when you're fighting a supernatural force <laughs> that can control <laughs> the elements and control control the environment. What do you what are you really going to do? And then the other kind of uh, problem with the movies, or you know, struggle, especially the more they go on, is just that. Um, it, did y'all understand how you break the cycle and how they try to explain it over and over? And and did any of that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, you they're basically. Well, no, it's just like oh, a new, no, it's <laughs> just, uh, well, I mean, they explain it a couple of times. I mean, it's basically just bringing a new life in order to like, yeah, surpass their death. But in this one, I mean, I guess she had to like, the main girl had to die, but then bring, bring, be brought back to life in order for her to skip over her and the other remaining person. It's pretty stupid. Um, but well, you know. Right, and then other people a... are fucked, huh? Well, did well and the cycle did people... restart at the end? So when it restarts, then somebody else has to deal with the final destination. 
But eventually, so those two will just kill as themselves. confused as everyone. Okay, yeah. this hasn't yes. clarified yeah. anything. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the tagline pretty much sums it up. You can't cheat death twice, um, except that that's what she does. She like manufactures her second death so that she yeah. can be saved, and that's the second cheating of death. The other theory that they have is that you can, if you bring a new life into the world, then you're replacing your death. <laughs> but that person that yeah. was a complete um dead end because that person wasn't supposed to die in the first place the so dead end's nice. and it, then yeah. yeah and then that kid blew up in the end so like it starts to <laughs> right. start over well the crazy thing about all these movies pretty much is they end on cliffhangers some of them end with just one character dying some of them in like number four and where they these movies always end with a fake out so you think that they've survived and they're like oh let's let's take that trip to france after all and then they're in france (laughs) and um a billboard starts falling on people and you don't even know if they like make it out alive because by the next movie they just re um they just bring in a whole new cast anyway yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so there's no recurring characters really aside from well Lauder. Is she in the first two? She's in the first one. Yeah, she's in the first two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's, I guess there's a little bit of continuity between the first two, but then from then on, they just kind of like reshuffle the cast completely. Tony Todd, um, who played Candyman, recurs throughout the whole series as kind of like death um, embodied character who can explain some of what's going to happen to them. Basically, he just serves to be like, you're not going to escape this. Your fate is, is sealed. Yeah, you're all going to die. Yeah. Is but that the I guy don't... that tries to shoot himself in the head? Mm, no, he's that. the older black dude who played Candyman. He works at like the morgue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this, in in the film that we just saw, yeah, he puts a gun to his head and uh, pulls the trigger. It's a revolver, and he does it six times, but there aren't any bullets in it. Oh, I don't Did remember I watch the that. Same film as y'all. <laughs> I don't remember that, but maybe I just missed that. You're part. not talking about one of the friends that, that that does that, or is that is that him? I'm pretty sure it's him. Maybe. Oh. Um. Well, it, maybe. It, it maybe was his I'm, point I'm, that you know, I'm like a hundred percent confident. But <laughs> okay. Uh... Well, if you're a hundred percent, then that yeah. sounds like a, a open shut case. Yeah. More percentage than I am. Yeah. And, and I forget exactly what I was confused by why there weren't any bullets in there, but somebody was like, he wasn't meant to, oh, he wasn't yeah, meant, he to wasn't meant to die next. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the bullets. Yeah. The The logic of these movies is completely ridiculous because people, I mean, I live my life by this, by, <laughs> by this concept, dude. There's well, no, there aren't any flaws with this at all. But yeah. I have to say, I like lo- I love these movies. Yeah, I'm just saying, well, what do you like, what do you love about so them? So much fun to watch. Yeah. They're super entertaining. They're so like far. You were saying they're so like out there with the deaths, but it's never like, scary. It's just like, how's he gonna die? It's like really interesting to me. Um, and I always know that like they're all gonna die in the end, but like it's just how they die. It's just like waiting for something like a weird, cool death yeah. to happen. So yeah. I really, I always enjoy these movies. They basically this, deconstructed. Oh, what are you going to say, Derek? I was going to say, like, I usually love gore and all of that because there was, was a ton of gore. I hope we cover some of that. Yeah. Uh, but 
for some reason this time around i was like i don't really want to watch all this fucking horrible shit happening i don't know what it was oh you didn't want to man i was like no yeah which is weird (laughs) yeah what that yeah are we gonna get into some of the gnarly kills yeah, we definitely should go through the the kills specific to this movie, not just the opening sequence. Yeah, um, and we right. and that uh, we can we can go right into that because I wanted to say that this is kind of just a deconstruction of the slasher genre in the sense that rather than having a a person going around killing other people in ridiculous ways, it actually makes a little more sense that this uh, supernatural force could. I don't know why they would make it so elaborate, but for the sake of the movie and entertainment value, they can construct all these really, um, really creative kill sequences. And the pleasure, the fun of the movie is just that like, first you get to kick off every movie seeing all these, these like the ridiculous deaths one after one after another, the most extensive sequences always at the beginning. And then you get to see mm-hmm. one by one it going through each person. Yeah. Um, so let's just yeah. talk about some of the, the individual deaths past the, uh, the, the highway crash sequence. What were y'all's favorites? Uh, the dentist. It made me the most uncomfortable. Oh my God. <laughs> my dentist yeah what dr perfect... giggles who wasn't a dentist is, is back to, to haunt us. yeah he wasn't actually a dentist <laughs> um yeah so, basically so, yeah, it's this how... like it's this um this teenage kid and his mom were spared so they're gonna die um and then he goes to the dentist's office she takes him she's waiting in the waiting room water starts to leak out um and go towards a socket to electrocute people and while that's happening um he's in the dentist chair getting like crazy amounts of like nitrous oxide to go under and they forget about him because this fish escapes out of the tank yep. anyway he's about <laughs> to die this fish falls from like a little like mobile into his throat and so he's like choking on it but he like he's so drugged up he can't move his arms so he's about to choke and then the guy walks up or the dentist walks up pulls the thing out of his mouth he can breathe he's fine great yep. um and then they leave the dentist like oh that was all weird and as they're walking out <laughs> He sees these pigeons, runs after them, and then this giant, huge sheet of like plexiglass, whatever, falls and squishes them to a pancake. Exactly. How does his mom die? I think that was his mom who died. I thought it was a woman or a female that that. Got no, it was the, the oh, it was no. The, the boy got smashed because then and then she went with him in the ambulance, but I don't remember how she died. Oh my god! I mean, did they ever how, show that? How does? Well, why did she need to die? Ambulance when he was smashed. Because she was with him, wasn't she? She was driving him. Oh, maybe she didn't die in the. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. You don't. They don't need to die in, if they didn't die in the original. Um, they weren't supposed. I just to thought die they both the original did. Accident. Um, uh, okay. So, but yeah, that's a man. This fucking the gore for of this scene, like the the glass comes out of awesome. the air and just smashes a human being. Yeah, it was great. It's, it's not just the it's it's the gore is always very satisfying. Usually, it's like something's going through someone's head or cutting through their yeah. body, or their organs are coming yeah. out well, the other side. Once they mm-hmm. introduce three D technology to the franchise, you can really um, <laughs> get yeah. the uh, intestines <laughs> in your lap. Yeah, the fourth and fifth one are oh in three D, and awesome. it's pretty pretty glorious. But but you did a great job, Ashley, of describing what's so uh, what's kind of. Every horror movie will do will fake you out with like 
the the person is looking for the killer in the closet and then they come out you know then they're actually behind the door the whole time or whatever um mm-hmm. this movie just does that times a million like the puffer fish <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous like that's uh, that they're gonna someone's gonna <laughs> die that way and then you get all these little moments momentary um fleeting moments of relief just so they can end up like blindsiding you with the kill even though you're expecting it you just don't know yeah. which direction it's coming from and they're always like very or in this movie especially because it's a really gory one um they're like mortal combat kills like they're like yep just bloody just so much blood and it's uh, it's like the the clues that they'll have that the person so the person who has the original vision typically gets clues throughout the movie as well and their clue will be like uh pigeons or birds and it's like yeah even if you know that you can't really do anything like sometimes they'll know a location or they'll be able to go there they never ever save anyone um it never no. helps <laughs> they always get nope, there that once right right when they're it's just, too late they're mm-hmm. just like one step ahead of death but death is like 15 steps ahead of that them yeah like yeah. a man hook hands exactly, that one was cool yeah. One thing uh, I was hoping to get some clarity on by the end of uh, 10 hours of Final Destination <laughs> movies was like, <laughs> are the people that have the premonition special in any way? Sometimes they're connected to other characters, maybe. But like, why do like, it's one thing for you to have a bad feeling about getting on a roller coaster. It's another thing to see like a minute long sequence beat for beat of exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, are, why are why are they they? "Quote unquote heroes of the movie able to see this? You have we'll any theories? Know. I don't think they ever explain. They don't ever explain that they're tied together at all. Minus the fact that the ones that survive are tied to people that, that died from the other one. Remember when they went when they're in the car and they're talking about? Oh, they're like, oh, well, that was could have been me yep. as like the substitute teacher, but he was stabbed to death and I wasn't because of this. I'm just like, no, I don't know. There's any tie to anyone that have the premonitions because. They just don't talk about it at all, which would be the, cool if there was the ripple effects of right. So like if anyone survived the first movie and then and and not even if, if they survived it, but just kind of like the butterfly effects ripples mm-hmm. of all the changes that were made because of to the universe, because they got off the plane, even if most of them died anyway, later that had all these yeah. ripple effects into the second one. But like, where the butterfly effect kind of uh, philosophically breaks down or either our brains can't compute it. It's like the multiverse. Then there's just literally infinite variations on what could have happened at any given time. It's not a straight line from one character surviving to these people. You, they wouldn't be able to get out the, their newspaper and do their little like <laughs> amateur detective board. <laughs> of how they're connected mm-hmm. to the other characters like one to one it's it's not it wouldn't be that simple the ripple effects would be infinite yeah yeah so, okay another logic <laughs> we, let's try to avoid getting bogged down in the logic um any other <laughs> kills that we want to mention we've got the the fire um that the like shirt the airbag dude. yeah the yeah the, yeah the airbag pvc pipe yeah that was ex- i didn't expect that one oof neither did i yeah um yeah basically this woman is stuck in the car in the driver's seat and there's a log across her lap that came through the car and so they're trying to get her out and the guy's like using this tool to like 
wedge the door open. That's like a really like crazy mechanical loud tool. Jaws of life. The jaws of life. And so he's like going to uh, pry ironic, the door open. And as he does, yeah. The, yeah, the airbag goes off and there's like a hole behind her with like a yeah, PVC pipe that can just decap not decapitates her, just goes right through her brain. Okay. Yeah. And she was just like, Can you please like uh not make, make it quieter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I'll put it on silent mode. And then he continues to try to get her out and then airbag goes off. Yeah. And next thing you know, yeah. PVC pipe. And the guy that was sliced into bits by the wire. Oh yeah. That was a pretty good one. They're all like just so like creative. I don't know. Elevator. I'm... Oh yeah, the elevator with the hands. Uh, yeah. Guy with hands claw. or her claws. Head, yeah. I think Without her hands. head's like <laughs> her head's in the door, right? And it goes down mm-hmm. or up, and yeah. It, it keeps yeah, and then she loses her head, and their body's just in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the fire escape ladder yep. coming down on that dude's fucking head. Well, that's that was I the mean... most elaborate one of the whole thing. That's crazy. It was. There was like all sorts of stuff going on on the stove. Like it had just his hand in the garbage disposal. Oh, oh my God. right. He thought his hand was going to get oh, fucking chopped up. Yeah. He dropped a ring in there. Anyway, it doesn't matter why his hand was in there. There was a lot Again, of other shit going on. Mis- misdirection. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is as great. soon as that the character is about to, to get away. The thing that is like there to save you from a fire. Is the thing that kills you, just like the jaws of life. Like the movie, uh, they, I, I think it's leaning into like how campy and on the nose some of the stuff is because ultimately, I mean, I think we're all on the same page that we think it's, it's creatively executed. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, for sure. As long as yeah. like, it, it, it's so like straightforward in what it's trying to do but it still gets there in a in a creative in a creative way and it's really satisfying Derek why don't you think you had the appetite for the gore this time around I just was I don't know man I've I've been in a watching like well it's not true. I've been watching the, the last of us back in present day 2023 but I don't know just the yeah I don't know does it matter wasn't that my wasn't my style this right. time around? I That's usually fine. love this kind of film. Yeah. yeah well, but I keep... think I just wanted to watch like Teletubbies or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to watch their guts explode, but that's just me. Uh, that would be fun, though. Yeah. It would be like Purple, stuffed. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter at all? Like how little we, I mean, you could say this about any slasher movie, how little we care about the characters or did you like any of the characters or rooting for any of them to, to make it? No. Nope. Yeah. I think that's always, <laughs> but it didn't answer. matter. It's fine. <laughs> it didn't matter. What about how, I mean, like some of the people get really mad when somebody knows about it. I do think the, like the conflict of like, okay, how did you predict everything that was going to happen? Beat for beat. Then people start to, accuse the person who had the vision of being involved somehow because i thought that was actually even though everything about the movie is is a little bit like all the character motivations are are flimsy at best i thought that that Mm -hmm. sort of conflict in every movie made sense whether it's the police or the other characters they're all like how the hell do you know how the hell did you know this was going to happen like or this this is has to be we used to do a segment like what's the trope or whatever 
but yeah. mm-hmm. this is a trope in time traveling movies like how would you possibly know so you must be involved right but the moment that a you say what song is going to come on the radio and it happens like how did she make that work i guess she had the well, I mean, what would would your reaction put the song on? <laughs> would your like, reaction you... be that you were thankful or that you were like suspicious? Oh, I mean, I would. Uh, I don't think either of those words would would go through my head. I'd be perplexed, confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd be thankful when I saw a minute later everything go to shit. And a lot of characters are, but it's usually one or two characters or the authority figures that are suspicious. Yeah. I mean, it's their job to be <laughs> to be suspicious yeah. and to interrogate. And if something supernatural is happening, this is the the problem like that the characters face on X Files, the characters face in horror movies, the char- the kids face when their parents don't believe them and something actually is mm-hmm. happening. It's a pretty well trodden uh, trope, like you said, Derek, where the we know that the character had the premonition because we saw it with them as the audience. Right. But nobody else in the situation would believe them as much as we do. Like they, they can't read their mind like we can. So I don't know. I thought, I thought that was actually one of them. The, the character tension dynamics that, that was the most realistic um, in a movie that doesn't really need to be realistic in <laughs> pretty much any other yeah. way. <laughs> What else um, to talk about from this this movie? How does it end? Oh, man. Um, lots of things. So they think that the baby, Derek mentioned, is going to bring, is going to circumvent the whole thing of death and everyone's going to survive if the baby is born, but then the baby is actually not part of it. They're going to survive anyway. So then <clears throat> they're at the hospital and she sees this vision of like drowning and she feels like she's choking she realizes that she has to die and be brought back to life in order to survive. So she drives her car or she drives, she steals a car, drives it off the bridge. He jumps after her, gets her out of the car. Well, and before and then that, she's, brought back she's to just life. chill inside the car underwater, ready yeah. to die. Just sitting I mean, there, right? Well, yeah, she, she has at to. Them, the guy's like yelling, bubbles are coming out of his mouth. And they're sitting there like, please don't fuck with me right now. Well, she's trying to survive and die at the same time. Does she think exactly? Yeah. Well, d- does she think though that like another way to break the chain is to die out of out of order, or like can she break it by just dying there, or no? She has to be saved. I think she has to be saved. I still think because that guy said it was like a life for a life or something. I don't know something. Okay, so, so her I think she has to die. Be brought to back. So her not being overly stressed there is just that she knows she's going to be saved but we don't know or i don't know if like the way it, it's it plays out if we know what the full plan is or not um, until we yeah. see her being saved so and then that the works is left to guess but the characters um, know it did not work right of course <laughs> yeah. well, the, guy the, thing with the kid was saved and then built up yeah i mean is our takeaway from this movie and i think Based on the rest of them, I have an answer for this. Like, <laughs> the whole movie is a fucking waste of time. I mean, like, not from for the audience because it's fun, but for the characters. Like, is it true what what you know? Um, the Candyman character is is saying like, can they not escape this? Are they you know? Is it all futile? Well, it's 
I think you have a very philosophical question there. Is life a waste of time? Well, their lives are. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, know they're going to die, but you try to survive until you die, which is not living. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think if I was in this situation, I don't know what I would do differently necessarily. I mean, like I would, it would be impossible not to kind of keep tabs on the people that are supposed to die ahead of you. And, and once yeah. you know, your, your number is You're up next, next. Dude, sorry. what do you do? Mm-hmm. Just like not leave your house, but that doesn't help because everyone <laughs> dies no, at their house crazy. anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Or like, I think Ali, uh, Ali, uh, Larder, Larder's character is mm-hmm. in a institution. Yeah. At and, the start and, of this uh, movie on her own accord. Yeah. Like, she can check out yeah. anytime, but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so maybe the only reason, maybe that was a way for her to elongate her survival. And, but my takeaway is just that nothing these characters can do, which is very, um, very cynical. Like the fact that these, they made five of these movies and more and more as they go on, the characters end up like dying actually at the end of the movie like you don't even get a cliffhanger where some of them survive like they just fake they do the fake out like normal and then they just kill them off anyway which is so crazy like in the fourth one everyone uh the main characters that you think are going to make it like three of them are having coffee at a coffee shop and then um a car crashes through the the coffee shop and kills them all and that's the end of the movie so like oh my god yeah which is pretty the fact that they made so five of them i think is going back to something you said earlier drew is just like the real possibility of being killed or you know your life ending yeah so sitting at a coffee shop especially in portland in present day like Mm mm-hmm shit yeah it's it's scary yeah and uh, well it's not meant to i mean maybe the the reverse the, the if we want to come full circle on it uh, is there's if you're gonna die life. anyway there's no use living in fear i mean like say you've already been tapped yeah. by death uh then you you can't do anything to break the chain with all these elaborate ridiculous like ways to to cheat death so just live your life as normal and if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, don't live scared. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh. at least we ended on a positive note. <laughs> don't feel scared. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, Anything else to say about this before uh, before we move on? I just really liked it. That's it. What's going on here? There's going to be a huge pile up. Oh, yeah. I probably play this earlier. We didn't have the clip. There were bodies everywhere. There were logs. I, I saw it. It just happened. I miss, and like now everybody least. dies except for them. Except mm-hmm. then they all die. And her friends all die in front of her. Yeah. Which is crazy. I didn't expect that. I thought they'd be part of the thing. But... One, one other horror trope that they indulge in a lot in all the movies is really unlikable characters. Like it basically making characters... <laughs> making you hate characters so you're excited to see them go (laughs) like everyone's either a dick or you know like just has all sorts of gaping character flaws Uh, aside from like usually one or two characters are are like earnest nice people otherwise Mm -hmm. everyone is just a character flaws not gaping holes in their head well both yeah both 
Yeah, eventually. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, just give them time. Okay, well, um, yep. that's the first part of our discussion of Final Destination 2. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, in the meantime, we are going to do our favorite segment of new release, a little something called Rank the Blank. Derek, do we have a sponsor this week? We have a fake sponsor. However, uh, if they want to sponsor us, let's go. Doesn't your cousin know how to fix the computer? He's in Florida. What about that kid across the street? Isn't he a computer whiz or something? He's always staring at your legs. Sweetie, could you stop that? Didn't you get that book? Computers for morons? I didn't understand it. What the? New AOL 9.0 optimized with computer (laughs) checkup can make fixing your computer, well, child's play. Life needs quick fixes. Look for the new AOL 9.0 optimized at these participating retails. Office Depot and Gateway. What a weird commercial. It's kind of mean-spirited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, uh, idiots? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and those were the old people. The old people are dumb, and the baby is smashing a gavel onto the mouse, optimizing the computer. That's how easy it is to fix your computer with AOL 9.0. Thank you to our fake sponsor this week. Rank the Blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic is going to be ranking the opening kill sequences from all of five Final Destination movies. So we're not going to be picking one each. We're just going to be going through and ranking them. In case anyone's not familiar, such as uh, the people on this podcast, we'll give a little bit of a description for, for each one. But if you're playing along at home, you can just kind of imagine the scenario overall and if you were in that situation just like as a as a thought experiment which one you would find um what how do we actually want to rank these most terrifying most um elaborate like what what do you what Mm. should the criteria be most Most creative yeah like that Okay, uh, let's I do. mean, creative is easy. Most unexpected, I kind of like that. Okay, let's do that because that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. So, mm-hmm. for example, Ashley, what's the what's the first one? Airplane crash, expected. Yeah, that's expected. It's obviously, <laughs> um, it's a very common fear. It doesn't happen a ton, um, considering the amount of flights, but um, it's not. It's something that that people almost overly expect. So, that's probably going to be last. What's number two? The log jam that we yep. just watched. So that's the the log jam from Final Destination Two, Final Destination Three. Roller coaster of blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> where you I mean, this one's close to your to to your yeah. heart. Um I think everyone you go on roller coasters in the first place to be scared. So there's yep. a little bit of a of a of a conflict there. But you don't go on a roller coaster expecting to have your legs chopped off. No. No. I no, went on a roller sure coaster not. a few months ago when I was driving through Cali. I can't see your legs and right now. There was... Oh, yeah. Well, they're still <laughs> attached. Trust yeah. me. Okay. Uh, I think. <laughs> but, man, I just have to say this experience, like, over this one hump and you couldn't see anything except just the horizon and the sky. I was like, what if the roller coaster uh 
is no longer attached and we just fucking fly. You just fall to the ground? No, just like, well, not fall, but kind of like shoot off yeah. and then hit the mm-hmm. ground. It what was yeah. that's just like sincerely very frightening. So, but you kind of expect that, right? This is what you're well, it, it's this build up like the gates, like you're going, you're ascending into the heavens, and then the bottom falls out and you go down <laughs> to the pits yeah. of hell, <laughs> sort of. Um, but th- that is the interesting thing like you're expecting a roller coaster to be scary, but you're not expecting it to malfunction. So I think that one is, is definitely a contender. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's, okay. what's, what's the sequence in number four, Ashley? NASCAR crash. I remember watching this one. It's like, Oof. yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever been to a NASCAR yeah. race or watched one on TV, there's a character in this movie that represents like the point of view of like, just wanting to be entertained by a horrible crash happening um you can imagine what mm-hmm. happens to them <laughs> um and a lot of people in the audience yeah. when the crash does happen and the whole stadium the whole um uh, arena or whatever it is called um stadium seating collapses and tires are flying everywhere and and people are trampling each other um so doesn't it like go see- off the rails and just go and hit people too doesn't it come out of the, off the track the the nascar crash or are you talking about the roller coaster? No, oh, yeah, yeah, crash. yeah. The I car just, itself yeah. yeah, flies up in the air, explodes. Like I think it's mostly pieces of the car that, that, that kill mm. people. But I'm sure the car itself like does a lot of damage, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then the and fifth then the one last... is interesting. Yeah, what's the fifth one? So it's a bridge collapse, but I don't know if I've seen the fifth one. So can you... Is it just... Yeah, so this is like going over the Golden Gate Bridge or something, or um, a a large um, like four lane. Eh, I can't remember how many lanes it is, but you know, like a large traffic bridge, and then the bridge just in the middle breaks, and so it 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 buckles, and oh, yeah. cars are sliding off, and then the suspension wires are flinging around and hitting people with hooks, and one person falls. Um, slides down the bridge and lands on the point of a sailboat and gets impaled by a sailboat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One person gets um, burned by an oil, by the oil leaking from like an oil tanker. Um, so it's a little derivative of the, the highway, you know, yeah. the log crash, but they take advantage of the water component uh, mm. a decent amount. So might lose some points for, but I I don't know. Is that something you worry about when you're going across a bridge, especially like a suspension bridge? I mean, I really don't think about it. Yeah. Well, maybe you will now. Man. I never want I never want the big one to happen while I'm on a fucking bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's different okay. than a bridge. Well, so, I mean, unexpected. that could cause the collapse. Yeah. So most unexpected. Yeah. The airplane we've already put last. I'm driving along the highway. Yeah. Uh, behind a, a car full of logs and let's 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 try to go back to the headspace we were in before we saw the movies because it's not fair if we expect it now because of the movie i feel like the movie should yeah. get credit for that not be penalized so you were driving behind a car full of logs y'all both said earlier you wouldn't really see that coming before the movie um no never roller coasters either. we rode all the time growing up and weren't mm-hmm. afraid of dying um didn't go to a lot of NASCAR things, but I feel like I would kind of expect it to be bad for me 
if a car crashed right in front of me. Yeah. Well, and that, and <laughs> I like the guy in the movie, you're kind of like, that's all people watch NASCAR for. It's like they want to see like a crash happen or something, which is pretty messed up. But that's just part yeah, of it. Yeah, so it's expected, but like, but I don't know if they're they're like they're not expecting it to hurt them. But again, like I think I would I yeah. would be expecting that to hurt me. So I'm gonna say that's number four, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, and then Ooh. the bridge collapse. We kind of have to go bridge collapse. So we have a top three of three. of logs, roller coaster, and and bridge collapsing. Um, the bridge one's pretty pretty terrifying um like say you were in a traffic jam on a bridge would you be expecting it to collapse no or would you be worried about that yes mm. <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people would be yeah i mean i'd go log jam bridge collapse roller coaster yeah i th- I think that's fair i mean i honestly i think the log jam um sequence is one of the most like indelible things from like the legacy of the whole franchise <laughs> one of the, the strongest <laughs> legacies there's probably some individual kills that that are up there but that was such a kind of run-of-the-mill thing there we go again where <laughs> you now would notice it all the time and just would have never noticed it before like that's that's yeah. the goal of the movie in my opinion the goal of the franchise yeah, and so, they've ruined agree. my life since. Yeah, exactly. Log no, number one. That's why I'm not going to watch three, four, and five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can avoid NASCAR races pretty easily. I don't know if you can avoid bridges. You can avoid roller coasters, but it sounds like you're still seeking those out. So yeah, okay. Um, well, oh, the other thing I wanted to say, actually, I don't know if you did any research, but the the graphic. Um, effects or the visual effects company that did uh, the special effects for this movie did Mm -hmm. you know they computer generated all the logs of course and if log this will put y'all's mind at ease a little bit if a log falls off the truck it will it is gravity will prevent it from bouncing gravity and and weight it will prevent it from bouncing more than an inch so there's no not going to be any oh. kind of like depending logs. on which so angle it take hits. Out the tire no, no, no. Engine. There's no depending on anything. I mean, it'll still fuck you up. <laughs> okay, but it's it not going to bounce up heart. in the air. Yeah, it'll still fuck you up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it can still wreck your car and have you die, but it won't pop up and hit you in the face. Yeah. So oh. they said they took some liberties with that, and they took some liberties with like the logs' intent. <laughs> like the logs would hit hit the windshield, and then like gain steam and and like (laughs) go into people faster um so they added some like um extra menace to the logs on top of on top of what you would normally encounter so yeah i feel much that's comforting yeah yeah (laughs) all right well thank you um aol 9.0 for fake sponsoring this uh segment uh this deadly segment of rank the blank uh buckle up out there unless you're getting the jaws of life used on your car (laughs) in which case a pvc pipe might go through your head but otherwise buckle up fly roller coaster and avoid bridges at all costs thank you what's next back to our feature presentation i feel much calmer now thank you yeah this is nice
right, Ashley. Um, <laughs> I'm scared to ask how the reviews and the uh, buzz around town has been for Final Destination Two. Kind of sour. Uh, <laughs> not the best, <laughs> but I mean, it's expected. It's mixed reviews, so a little fifty-fifty split-ish. Um, like we have people half? saying, yeah, like in half and quarters. Not a few. human being. <laughs> yeah. No. Split a dollar and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you have people saying like gruesome, ridiculous, and really bad waste of time. And then you have some people saying it's an excellent movie. It's fun, suspenseful film that manages to improve on the original in every way while also standing out entirely on its own. Decent at, <laughs> decent at best. Um, <laughs> I feel like the first review these... was Drew's yeah. by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> the first one was good except for this. The, I mean, gruesome hellacious whatever it's a waste of time ridiculous oh, yeah, yeah. except for the a waste, waste of time, time. <laughs> i mean so actually, just I a little all over too. the place but yeah <laughs> I mean, it is they are a fun waste of time and they are all Agreed. interchangeable i mean that's the fun thing about mm-hmm. that i've enjoyed watching them at a very leisurely pace over the course of months uh because <laughs> because the characters don't really continue through it's just like when the movies were originally released they all basically came out um, every three years. So the first one in 2000, this one in 2003, and and so on. Um, we are long overdue for a sixth one uh, that was supposed to come out before the pandemic. And maybe we'll come out next year. We'll see. Ooh. Yeah. How did, um, how did it do in the box office? Yeah, so I've got the whole um franchise trajectory up here the first one um well i'll just start with this week um let's see how it did against biker boys and the recruit so the recruit <laughs> oh my god this is a photo this is a photo finish the recruit made 16.3 million and fd2 made 16.2 oh 16.3 16.2 wow. And then Biker Boys. What about Biker Boys? Made ten, but man, that is okay. a that is a very close finish between um, the top wow. two movies. Yeah, it did better than I thought I was going to. I'm also yeah, going to stay is... back in 2003 and watch Biker Boys. If you all want to join, I'll buy the tickets. But uh, I'll you know, I'll well, think about it. You think any of those Biker Boys are going to encounter <laughs> loose logs on <laughs> on their <laughs> trek? Depends on what kind no. of loose logs this. Is... <laughs> <Anyway. Yeah. laughs> so, so the, the first one. Oh, well, I want to. I want to rank the franchise real quick, box oh, office yeah, yeah. wise. Yeah. So the first one made fifty three. Then it went down with the second one, and it went back up to fifty four with the third one. And then actually the the fourth one, which is very confusingly titled "The Final Destination," as in <laughs> the last destination the last of the final destinations which it wasn't of course um the fourth one made the most money 66 million wow. so and then the fifth one went back down so there's been kind of this roller coaster for lack of a better word nice um, nice for the franchise <laughs> but uh, i think my favorite was the fourth one if i was going to tell especially if you can watch it in ass. 3d yeah if 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 i was gonna i think honestly that's one i want to rewatch with with a group of people at um, uh, 3D, every passing out 3D glasses to everyone because it definitely really adds. Do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
it adds a new a new element to the franchise and i think it's like maybe i just forgot like even compared to the second one it felt gorier but maybe it was just because it was more in my face yeah <laughs> okay, have to watch them, i watched a long time ago um so final station two is this new release or old news based on legacy remakes you want to watch more of them drew well, <laughs> by that definition, it's uh, it's the second one in a in a franchise of five so far. So, well, and if there certain... if there were twenty, you would would have watched all of them in preparation for this podcast. Oh yeah, there's no end to my preparations. And if there was a new one coming out this year, which I thought there was, but it seems to have been delayed, I would go to the theater and see it. So I guess that's my answer. Um, new release, or, like. I don't really think it matters which one you watch. I, I'm just I'm just giving new release to the franchise, and you can rewatch mm-hmm. any of them, all of them, you know, out of order, whatever you want to do. Um, the fifth one has a bit of a twist in its timeline. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for all the people dying to see it, um, but there's a there's a pretty big twist in that one. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say new release just for the franchise. I'm actually going to also say new release because I really love the first one and I like the second one and I would also go to theaters to see one that came out today. So, Do Derek, we have uh, a unanimous opinion? No. I, it's <laughs> definitely a new release. Okay. Oh. For the for the concept and it's it's interesting. Uh, quality of film, yeah, give me a break. But <laughs> for the gore and the kills... If you're in the right mindset and you really want to just see some awesome kills, hell yeah. Well, Absolutely. Sweet. And that's what this... People still talk about of, the the uh, movie lie. and talk... Yeah. People still talk about the movie and, and talk about, you know, sequences and elements of the movie. So not nobody's like, oh man, this is one of the most important... Maybe that's what I said at the beginning. So <laughs> aside from me, nobody said this is one of the most important franchises, but it is like, uh, I think one that we have nostalgia for already and it's fun to revisit. Yeah. Sweet. New release across the board. All right. So how early aughts is Final Destination 2 on a scale of zero to 103? Um, I would say this is the most 2000s mo- 2003 movie we've seen. So far, I would totally agree with that. Which isn't saying um, much. <laughs> which isn't saying much. We had all American <laughs> Splendor with sixty-five, yeah. all the real girls with forty-five, City of God with fifty-five. So this is higher than American Splendor for me. Um, yep. Definitely felt like a two thousands movie. What what about Allie it Lauder, specifically? Lauder is in it. Yeah. Um, the actors, the clothing, the soundtrack. style, the soundtrack. Yep. It just felt very two thousands, which I loved. So. Right. Early aughts are back thanks to this podcast and other um <laughs> other media. But um they're they definitely having back. a moment and yeah, I would well, yeah, you just hit on all the the thing is like we'll have to figure out as we go, as we always do, like if there's something that the early aughts are gonna be a little bit of a moving target. I don't know. Mm-hmm if there's going to be a type of movie that just like perfectly encapsulates it, they're all anything that we watch that's like kind of modern and slick is going to feel like it um, or set in the present day, at least is going to feel like it. So I wonder if we'll end up 
changing our minds, but, but yeah, this one's really high. I mean, yeah. Um, I'd give it like an 80 something. Okay. Just to give wiggle room. Cause I'm not really sure. Yeah. How it's going to stack up against the rest. So we've but. got city of God at 55 American splendor, 65, all the real girls, 45 final D two or rather FD two. As Drew said earlier, yep. uh, what'd you say, Ash? I would just say like something like 80 something, 81. I don't know. Let's do 82. Sure. Yeah. Definitely not 84. Worst year ever. Yes, exactly. Wow. Um, perfect. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the year Drew was born. He loves it. It's great. Okay. So. The year this podcast each... was born. Yeah, that's true. Um, Continue, please. Each. <laughs> each year when we watch, uh, or each year, each week when we watch a show, take something from that movie and we sell it in our gift shop. Uh, right now we have a grab bag with guns and other miscellaneous sharp objects, which could be from this movie, but it's from City of God. Um, we have a new release comic book and a new release air freshener that smells like fall. So oh, that's right. And I feel like we've done uh, a magic eight ball before. Have we? We have. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I was thinking some sort of premonition style. Hmm. Maybe new release like crystals. No. What about those? Um, remember those things you used to fold and peel back that you'd hand fortune out in like, middle school? Yeah, a little fortune hand, a little hand fortune teller, and it'd be like number four, and you do it like four times and it'd, like open and close, and then you'd open again and say something else. Oh yeah, kind of like an origami thing. Yeah, I think we should do fortune tellers. Okay. Okay. Um, they're so all going to have different colors? ways that you die. Yeah. Death. They're going to have like, and there's me one. Choose your color, and then this is how you're going to die. If you choose, and then green, one of them is like a survival one. Two, one. Three, four. You can survive one time. The rest Ooh, of them are all death. Nice. So yep. it's go. Okay. It's like a, it's like Russian roulette, except the re- reverse. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Drew. yeah. Except for mostly death. Um, yeah. Perfect. There's one, one right. empty there's one way spot out. Yeah. In the chamber. <laughs> or one way to not go out. Yep, exactly. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a really hot seller. Everyone is dying to um, find out. Die? How, how they're going to die and how soon. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll cool. tell you when, too. It was the whole thing. All right. So, what are we watching next week? Next Drew? week, we're watching a adaptation of a popular book that was illustrated in comic book form, apparently. I really want to get my hands on a copy of this book so that we can kind of compare it to the movie adaptation. So we'll play the trailer, <laughs> and I think you'll recognize what I'm talking about. a guy in 10 days to finish her latest assignment I got one Andy has to drive a guy away in 10 days but there's just one little problem you're beautiful she may have found the love of a lifetime Kate Hudson Matthew McConaughey how to lose a guy in 10 days rated PG-13 special sneak preview Saturday January 25th oh messed up I really can't watch I can't wait to watch this yeah, we need to get some rom-coms in the mix. We skipped over Just Married. I think this is actually one of the biggest movies of the year. I'll have to confirm yeah. that um, box office wise. But some heavy hitters acting and guaranteed cringiness. Um, that's why I want to read the the original book 
or at least like skim it because mm-hmm. I think it's really uh, meant to be like tongue in cheek and 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 um like sarcastic or comical, but the move but maybe that's hard to adapt into a movie so <laughs> um I-, I think this will be a fascinating time ca- time capsule i'm really excited yeah i think it's gonna rank pretty high on our uh our list um for yeah. how early aughts it is but sweet all right well um if you want to hear that episode and all the rest of the episodes to come this year that we're spending in 2003 then you can subscribe by searching New Release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. Ashley? That's a splat. Nice. Finally got one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 